franchise it's hashtag hashtag sounded drunk as a lord there not even not even drunk cups of tea i'm a tetley man in case you're wondering uh yeah not drunk this is franchise buys games hashtag franchise buys games and true to form true to my word no schedule to speak of have a podcast on a thursday evening have one of them podcasts in you today I am going to talk to you about a new VR shooter. I have been buying games. Uh, last last episode was the the hotness. I want to call it. It was the hotness that is choice cuts. This episode, I have been buying games. I want to talk to you about Bravo Team on PSVR, and I've got another couple of little little couple of choice cuts to throw in at the end there. So come on in. Um, if you've brought some comfy pants and you want to get changed into them. You know, comfies. Get, get in your comfies. Get a hoodie on. Get them stretchies on. There's plenty of tea. You know what I mean? Plenty, plenty of that good tetley. Some people prefer like PJ tips, and I just think them people are Nazis. What? So them people are Nazis. Yorkshire tea? Nah, not for me. Sorry. Nothing, nothing against you, Yorkshire. I believe it's something to do with your water. You've got hard water, but you know what I mean. This, this isn't hashtag franchise discusses water hardness. This. Is hashtag franchise buys games, and I want to talk to you today about Supermassive's new PSVR shooter, Bravo Team. Bravo Team, my oh my! I saw the Bravo Team start getting teased around about the same time as a game called Firewall. Right now, I was under the impression because I didn't do any great research into it. I just saw it. I thought one. Modern Warfare-ish, first-person shooter in VR. Uh, you get to use the aim controller. I did get the the, the VR aim with Farpoint. I enjoyed Farpoint. I mean, it did painfully mediocre numbers. Farpoint. Uh, see, that's the thing about this 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 generation of VR. We're gonna see titles like Farpoint come out, where it's paving the way. It's paving the way with, with VR, where VR is concerned. We're very much in the infancy of home VR units. Easy accessible home VR units. And yes, with the easy access comes an ungodly mess of cables. And every now and again, you're going to get technical faults. Because you're not... If you're using PSVR, different to that of the Vive or the, or the Oculus... And I think it's the Vive has many, many cameras and sensors that you've got a dot about your room. Like, who? I have not got that set up. I, I cannot afford to start rigging up cameras and sensors all over my sitting room. What I can afford to do is pop the PlayStation camera on top of the telly. I've got a good bit of distance there. Stick that helmet on and get a perfectly fucking... Perfectly perfect VR experience. Perfectly imperfect, let's call it. And I'll tell you why as we go on. Bravo team, from Supermassive. Supermassive, not the first foray into the VR world. They are responsible for what I think is one of the most chronically underrated VR titles until dawn, Rush of Blood. Nothing more than an on-rail shooter. Um, But the immersion in that game phenomenal to this day between Rush of Blood and probably Pixel Junk some of the best VR shooters that I've played I'd like to say that I'd put Bravo Team in that mix however however I would score 
my first hour with that game. Uh, bear in mind, I will say this, I've only played the game co-op at this point. I haven't bothered, well I did the tutorial, but I haven't bothered dabbling in single player. I wanted to get in and I wanted it to be the, the co-op experience. I wanted it to be that co-op VR experience that I've been craving, that I've been looking for. And other likes of rigs and stuff came out, which were all co-op. But I wanted a, I wanted a, it wasn't like a, a competitive co-op. It was you, your buddy, both of you in VR, shared world, and what I thought was a free roam, so you could just move about a la far point. Uh, and I should have done my research. I should have done my research. It's not. It is essentially time crisis in VR. You're moving from point to point, uh, and in other VR games where you get your teleport system, I don't know if anybody's dabbled in VR. I don't know if you've, uh, I don't know if like me you've spent any great deal of time in kitchen, just pondering. I feel if you've got any pondering to do, if you've got any, if you've got any life decisions to make. Some people like to go for a walk. Some people like to sit in silence uh, in a meditative state and let the answers come to them. Me. I like to pop the VR hat on, uh, and I like to sit in kitchen, and let that let that oppression just soak in, uh, with with nutty undertones of uh, pure fear. That is where I do my best contemplation. And um, without PS VR, I wouldn't have that. So anyway, I pops on the VR hat, jumps into Bravo team, got me buddy, powerful young James Campbell. You've probably heard us mention him. He's one of the few. Uh, one of the few I like to call elite. Uh, elite. People who are led in the inner circle when it comes to the gaming. By all means, if you are part of the hashtag franchise buys games community and you want to play games with our franchise, just let us know. Let us know. Reached out on to somebody on Twitter just this week and arranged a nice little uh, Sea of Thieves date. See, what I'm secretly doing is just just under the radar press ganging people. That's the, uh, that's the deal here. It comes across under the guise of friendliness, friendship, uh, camaraderie, companionship. Yeah, we'll sail them seas together. Really, all it is is like I am the captain of this ship. You need to understand that this is the good ship franchise. And son, you're working for me now. You've been press ganged. You've been press ganged. If you want to volunteer for for press ganging, just let us know. Cause Sea of Thieves is coming. And we need to squad up for Sea of Thieves. We need to get that team strong. And everyone needs to understand the roles. Me, I'm the captain. You lot, do whatever you want. As long as my ship's going places. As long as the good ship franchise is afloat. Crack on. Do what you please. Swab the poop deck? Is that a, is that a thing? Man the cannons? Hey, man them. Man them cannons. But anyway, this isn't about Sea of Thieves. This is about Bravo team. Jumps into Bravo team. Uh, super massive when they did Until Dawn Rush of Blood. Graphically, when you first see it, anything close to you looked nice. Anything a little bit farther away, I mean this is just the initial by the way, anything a little bit farther away will start to look a bit sketchy. Didn't take long for you to become immersed when you're sitting in this roller coaster chair and you're fucking on, on rails through these levels, and you've got these fucking two handguns, because obviously you need them move ones. If you've got VR and you haven't got the move ones, you're not getting the full experience. Get yourself a couple of move ones. You can feel them in your hands. You can see the pistols in your hands. You quickly become immersed, uh, and so massive nailed it on there. 
the graphics in this game are far superior so they have managed to do whatever they did I will say I don't know if it's the same engine but if it is the same engine they did Russia Blood in they have managed to squeeze every last drop out of that engine because the game looks very nice very nice at no point am I sitting in that VR world looking about thinking well that looks a bit shoddy never did the graphics pull us out of the immersion I'll tell you what did pull us out of the immersion I spent the first hour of the game everything working swimmingly phenomenally dare I say really enjoying it getting behind cover popping up getting them headshots communicating with my buddy the whole time just like push up move up tangos she fully fell into the role by the way fully went full knobhead went full knobhead shouting about tangos shouting about cover and fire totally fell into that role seamlessly that first hour very enjoyable then the technical difficulties hit that's when shit went south for me very quickly what happened is and I'm not going to put this down to the game what I'm going to put this down to is the actual technology itself the setup uh, I simply, simply put, became detached from my own freakishly large body. That's one thing I will say. When you first get in the VR and you look down at yourself and you've got this fucking gun in your hand, everything just seems massive. Everything seems huge, like bigger than it should be. Uh, and I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was because I was sitting down playing it. I've never tried standing up. It seems like. Seems like I might change something. I don't know, but I was just... I felt small in a very big body. And that didn't help the immersion. But I quickly got over that. Uh, And then after the first hour, there was one point where essentially I'd become so far detached from my virtual body. When I looked down, I was looking down inside myself. My whole head had come off. There was just a big gaping neck hole. uh, And I could just see into me innermost workings just deep deep inside myself and to my horror I was I was empty I was I was an empty vessel and that nothing will pull you out of the immersion quicker than realising that you are essentially nothing inside not a damn thing just a hollow shell of a man like the inside of a kinder egg that's what I was I looked down into this man shaped kinder surprise and the only surprise I got was I was fucking empty. Empty. And then when I was looking up, after I realised I'm just a kinder surprise of a man, I quickly glanced up, had a look around, realised that even though I'm sitting, facing forward, facing the camera, my virtual body had pivoted on a 90 degree angle. I was like trapped in some sort of freakishly large body that was misshapen uh, and just didn't, didn't do what I wanted it to do. And that... That will ruin the immersion. That will that will kill any immersion. The painful thing was, the whole time this was happening, my buddy, my co-op partner, was having a whale of a time. Not a technical hitch to be had. Just perfectly when he looked down, didn't see inside himself. He wasn't aware at this point that he's nothing more than a kinder surprise. He's just having a whale of a time. I am having a fucking shocker. And not only that, I started to get the pulse. Anybody who's been in VR, every now and again you'll hit a technical difficulty. I don't know if it's camera to sensor ratio or distance, I don't know, but every now and again the game sort of like shits itself and it's like, oh no, he's, oh, 
oh, oh god no oh. and it tries to like adjust you but when it adjusts you in your headset you just get this pulse where everything just moves a little bit further away from you and then rushes back and then a little bit further away and rushes back but it's just a split second thing bye that doesn't off give you the old uh, tummy gubbins that doesn't off give you a bit of nausea but anyway I was getting the tummy gubbins uh, I was uh, disjointed entirely from my virtual body Try to shoot forward, and I was shooting at a straight 90 degree left hand turn. It was at that point I thought it's probably best we'll just turn this off now. After a after a couple of hours in there, did the tutorial, did an hour and a bit playing the campaign. Uh, but I think I've got a good feel for it. I don't think there's anything more that that game can show me now. When it did work, I did enjoy looking down the the, the sites. You've got your red dot site, which works very well. I've seen some criticism online. When it was working, it worked well. Holding up the VR controller to your face, as if you're gonna look down the sights, and there it is. The sights just there. You've got the red dot sight, and it, it just worked. It worked. Headshots were a bit hit and miss. Like, I'm confident I was hitting nine out of ten headshots. I'm not. I don't want to suck me on dick or anything, but like, I'm an, an accomplished marksman. I should put it that way. That's all I'm saying. An accomplished marksman, and I'm confident they were headshots. Um, I wasn't getting them. The, all, all the, I was getting them, and it takes more than one headshot to kill a tango in the world of Bravo Team. Another thing that I didn't quite enjoy about it so much, and I don't understand why they did it. I'm all for teleporting in VR games. Personally, I've got me VR legs. I've got me C legs. A game like Farpoint, I'm turning the smoothness off. I'm turning the focus dot. I'm turning it off. I want free roam on them sticks. I've managed to get to that place in VR now. Where even though your head's telling you like holy fuck we're moving forward, but me, me physical body isn't moving, and you get that sort of roller coasterish sort of motion sickness type deal going on, I've owned that. I made that my bitch early on. I was a, I got VR day one, and I knew I was going to have some tough times. I knew there was going to be times I'd be sitting there sweating, green, and hanging over a bin just on the off chance. I've gone through that. I've gone through those trials and tribulations. What Supermassive have done in this game is put uh, put the teleport system in, but every time you choose to teleport to the next location, you go from cover to cover. It is a cover-based shooter. You go from cover to cover, but instead of teleporting you to the next cover, or even letting you free run, or keeping you in VR, and it running you to the next cover, it rips you from first person into third person. And then you're just a, a floating VR ghost, detached once more from your virtual body, and you just watch your body run off into the distance. Just runs off, gets in the next cover, and then just snap. It just zaps you straight back into the, the body, and you're like, "Well, I don't know why you did it. It doesn't work for me." But then again, I don't know if it is it for people who want. I I trying to get f- first. VR like uh, like adopters people who haven't had VR experience before you're trying to go easy on them you should have some sort of free roam mode you should have the ability to turn some smoothness off I don't want to be in a VR game that's first person and then every two minutes after you watch me third person body total off total off like some sort of nutcase in oncoming fire because I've pressed the wrong button <laughs> you know what I mean but other than that as a co-op game Supermassive, you've, you've, you have, you've produced the goods as a co-op game. Uh, you've produced the goods that are 
hindered by technicalities, by faults and a few strange choices. That's my thoughts on Bravo Team. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, Bravo Team and Firewall hit my radar at the same time. And I believe I may have confused the two. Because one of them I thought was definitely free roam. And turns out that one's probably Firewall. So I'll wait with bated breath for Firewall to see if this, that's the free run experience I want. If I want free run from between then and now, I'll probably just play Farpoint. Farpoint has a competitive multiplayer that's free run and that that is vomit inducing friends but worth a try worth a try this is all early days for VR early days these are the people who are figuring shit out these are the super massive are probably going to take some flack for Bravo team but uh, I applaud you super massive games not only did you make the stellar rush of blood which continues to be in my top three VR experiences slash games super massive you take I don't know if you take the top spot but you're in the top three there's you with Russia Blood there's Resident Evil 7 that fucking hell that scene in Resident Evil 7 you know when you first meet your possessed girlfriend I'd say spoilers but I wear people this game's been out more than a year now if you haven't played Resident Evil 7 like get a grip the first time you meet your possessed girlfriend and she comes charging up the stairs uh, one of the most horrifying moments of my life in VR, by the way. And then she puts you through a wall, and then you have a right old tussle, and then you wallop an axe into the poor lass's collarbone. That was so visceral and so graphic, I almost had to take the helmet off and ring the police and confess to a murder. That's how fucking graphic that was. And I, like, just the thought crossing mind, I was like, well, how am I going to ever get past this? I've literally, I've just killed someone. I I looked into that girl's possessed, dead eyes and watched whatever life there just leave. Just leave. At my hand. That was just a horrifying experience. So Resident Evil 7 in VR is up there. And I have got to say just for the pure fucking comedy value, Accountant Plus. That That's a fucking game. I mean, that's only an hour. It's an hour at best. To complete, to plat, it's an hour at best. If you know what you're doing. If you're like me and you just fuck about in there just for the comedy value, I've spent hours in there now just dicking about, just having a fucking laugh. And I keep finding little things, like the pill in the cornflakes box. Take that, opened up a full new room. The fucking I planted the seed in that first room that I'd never done before. Turns out there's a tiny little VR apple pops up. Put that on. Freaky as fuck moment. And if anybody's played Accountant Plus, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That is a freaky fucking situation that you end up in there. And I'm not down with it, but still fucking excellent. So that probably be top three VRs. Super massive. I'm gonna give you a pass on this one just because I fucking love Russia Blood so much. As a co-op experience, this game is fun. Had I not been ripped apart by fucking technical problems, I'd have been on there for another hour, two hours after that, easy. Well there you go. That's my thoughts franchise buys games and I bought a game and I've told you about it like I say I don't think it's got much more to give I will try it out again uh, but other than that let's get into some let's get into some fucking hotness let's get into the hotness let's get some fucking choice cuts up in here I've got three pieces for you three choice cuts first one State of Decay 2 release date dropped 22nd of May one thing I will say about this 
what I noticed was with this being a first party game and it is going to go on Game Pass Xbox Game Pass any sort of time that you get any free time that you might be able to pick up for Game Pass be it your free 14 day trial be it the free month that you get from buying an Xbox One X you're getting one game out of that one not one game you're getting potentially fucking a lot of games you get anything that's potentially on Games Pass what I'm trying to say is of the four big ones that they announced, which were State of Decay 2, Sea of Thieves, ah, fuck the other two. Um, and after a fact, people just now shouting at the radio, saying the other games are Crackdown 3. Yeah, 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 remember that one? And is it a Forza? I don't know, possibly a Forza. You're getting those. Those are the big four that, that are going to pull people in on that Games Pass. Game Pass, sorry. And any amount of free time that you're going to get will not allow you to get more than one, which I think is clever. The The gap between Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2 is far longer than any free trial period you're going to get. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping this game does very well. What I will say is I did have a discussion with somebody on Twitter um, where I'd, I'd shared the release date, the release announcement, and... Somebody had said they, they were shocked by the price point because they weren't expecting it from a AAA game for such a low price point. And what I point out on Twitter and what I'd like to iterate here is I don't class State of Decay 2 as a AAA title. I would class State of Decay 2 as uh, best in show for the, the, the resurgence, the renaissance of the AA, that AA game. The AA resurgence spawned from like this new fucking uh, the last couple of years have just been like an indie game explosion whereby we were dominated by fucking triple A titles and third party blockbusters anything other than them you were floundering you weren't doing you weren't doing them numbers but then this indie revolution started a couple of year back with the likes of what I'd like to put down to the likes of your fez and your meat boy these type of games that came out fucking way back when they they stoked this started the fire that became the indie game movement that's that's brought on the fucking renaissance of the double A the double A title and I thought I would put State of Decay two in that bracket. Did it have the budget of The Last of Us? Did it have the budget of fucking Red Dead Redemption? No, it it, it didn't. But what it's going to achieve with the budget it did have? If anybody played State of Decay one, you knew then when you were playing the first State of Decay, you knew. Holy shit, this game is special. And it could have only been made better by multiplayer. And that's exactly what State of, two, State of Decay 2... State of 2. State of Decay 2 has done. It's took something that worked, I hope. I mean, let's let's be honest. None of us have played it yet, outside of games journalists. I hope they've just took the formula that worked and then put a little 2 just on the top of it. Like, you know, when you square it. Or like... To the power of Y. They've got their perfect formula and then put the power of Y on it for that multiplayer. IGN did post something like 20 odd minutes of four player co op gameplay footage. So if you're interested and you want to see what it looks like, head on over to IGN. They've got that video there 20, 25, 26, 20, some there, something like that minutes of four player co op. That's well worth checking out. Uh, and then I've got another two announcements that I want to discuss. One of them, everyone saw coming. 
uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. That's dropped. Now, Black Ops is probably the preferred timeline of Call of Duty for me. Um, providing it's not like the futuristic shit that they went through. I'm hoping Black Ops 4, uh, which has been fucking hard out now, a reveal event May 17th, and a global launch on the 12th of October. Everyone, everyone knew it was coming. Black Ops had been leaked a while back now that it was coming. Now we've got the logo, we've got the reveal event, and we've got the global launch date. What I'm hoping is that we take a step back in the timeline and let's get let's get back into like fucking the Nam era. Let's get let's get back into that Nam era. That's what I want to say in Black Ops. I want to say it take a step back from it got too far ahead of itself. I think. With like the futuristic fucking gizmos and that. That's not what I want. That's not what I want from a Call of Duty game. I don't think that's what the world wants from a Call of Duty game. And I think you've probably seen that in your numbers. I think you're obviously you're still doing fucking Call of Duty numbers. You always will. I don't see a day when Call of Duty will never not sell fucking gangbusters. But like, that's what I'm hoping for. But we will get a reveal event on May the 17th for Black Ops 4. Blops. Blops 4. Oh, he's got the blops. Sounds like sounds like an unfortunate tummy gubbins incident. Oh, I had some tummy gubbins, and then before I knew it, I had the blops. I blopsed myself. Uh, so yeah, the other one, the other big announcement that I now I will say this. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast because I don't listen back to my own podcasts. I will say this. I've had a discussion where I had made it clear that I was confident the division two would be coming at a three twenty eighteen. And lo and bloody behold, The Division 2 has been announced. More info coming at E3 2018. E3 is almost a punt. E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo. It's going to be a busy time for all franchises. That, like, busy time. But E3 is still months away. I'll tell you what's coming tomorrow in the final bit of choice cuts. Nintendo Direct. I say it's coming tomorrow. It's coming tonight. English time. 10pm on Thursday the 5th of March because I don't believe in calendars or earth spins what's what's the date today? it's March the 8th Thursday, March the 8th a Nintendo have a direct and I will be podcasting on that direct again tomorrow you will get a double drop this week I'm going to do a little bit of a breakdown of what exactly happened at that direct after watching and taking notes like a good little nerd, like a good little schoolboy. What I might do is just uh, bash them straight down into that Apple product, and uh, then we'll have another we'll have another episode of Choice Cuts tomorrow. But it'll just be pure Nintendo Direct news. So that's all I had for you. We had a little bit of a discussion on tea bags, uh, the hardness of water, my thoughts on just a just a horrifying out of body experience in Bravo Team, and then. Some choice cuts by way of State of Care 2, The Division 2, and oh, I've got the blops. Oh, I've got the bloody blops. Doctor, the blops has come back. Boys and girls, if you would be so kind, uh, I'd very much like to hear from you on Twitter. If you just want to talk to us about games, I am at the franchise. You'll see the logo. It's the Franchise Buys Games logo. Uh, I am on Instagram. I've got a Facebook page. All that sort of nonsense. Just get involved. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you, the community that we're building here. If you've got thoughts on anything I've said, get in touch. If I've said anything wrong, get in touch. You know what I mean? I'm not 
I'm not immune to the mistake. I am human, as uh, uh, painfully aware of that. I would also very much appreciate if you would jump on that there Apple Podcasts. Just head on over to Franchise Buys Games in the search bar, the little search button, bottom right. Pick your phone up. Pick your phone up right now. We'll talk, talk you through it. Podcast app, bottom right, search. In that bar, just type PHR, and I should pop up the second one underneath something that I can't quite remember. But, I mean, he's got a top spot for now. That's, I mean, he's on borrowed time. That's all I'm saying, this guy's on borrowed time. Franchise Buys Games. Scroll on down a bit. And then there's a little system there that I believe in the modern world we call a review system. Now, I've already got seven of them five-star reviews, you beautiful bastards. What I'd very much like is a few more. If you've got the time and you feel I'm worth it, uh, I will accept five-star reviews. Uh, Four stars I'll probably take. I mean, this is a bit rough around the edges. I'll give you that. It's been a while since I've done the old solo content. But, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. A little bit better. A little bit better every time. 10% better. That's what I'm aiming for. 10% better until I achieve my true worth of 9,000%. I did I did say in an earlier episode, maths wasn't my strong suit. Okay, so we're aiming for 9,000% and I think we can get there. Boys and girls, thank you for listening. And until next time, laters.